Hi, everyone, and welcome to Dancing Out, a Grey's Anatomy podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Corallo. Thank you to everyone for joining us. And today, I have a special guest with me. The last time we talked was in 2021. We talked about a season one episode. And I decided to invite her back because it was such a great conversation. And I was curious to know how she was doing, what she's up to, and of course, what she thinks about season 19 so far. Hi, Tammy. I'm here with Tammy Plunkett. Hi, Tammy. Hi. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited to be here. How are you, Tammy? How are things going? Things are going well. I, uh, When I first spoke to you in 2021, I was promoting a fiction novel. I now have a nonfiction book out about parenting trans children, and I'm working on the next book. So lots of exciting things going on in my life. Oh, that's amazing. It seems like, you know, a very interesting book. Do you want to talk about it some more? So it, it just come out or? It, it came out this past June and it's called Beyond Pronouns, The Essential Guide for Parents of Trans Children. And it essentially talks about the social transition that children go through because children don't access uh, medication or surgery in the beginning. And, and there's a tie-in to Grey's Anatomy because uh, Teddy and Owen's child had a little conversation with them this past season. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy to yeah. tie it in all together. Yeah. And, you know, since, uh, okay, first of all, you have to tell us where we can find the book. I suppose we can buy it online on Amazon or something. You can buy it anywhere you buy books. It's uh, traditionally published, so it's in all bookstores as long as they um, order it in. And yeah, it's available on Amazon and online everywhere. That's amazing. I'll check it out. And, you know, you said something interesting. So in season 18, Owen and Teddy talked about Leo and what he was going through. And I thought, I mean, with Jasmine, I talked about it. We talked about the storyline and we thought it was very well done. We thought it was very interesting. But of course, I would like to know more about you. It, for you, was it portrayed in the right way? Yes, it was. I think all parents, well, I, and I've spoken to a lot of parents. I have my own experience, but I've spoken to many parents over the last five years. And most of us question how to handle it. And, and we're not always sure, should we encourage it? Should we discourage it when our child says that they're the opposite gender or a different gender than what they were assigned at birth? So I think they did a really good job with it. That season also had a trans character, which I loved as well. And yeah. I'm so yeah. hoping that they touch on it again now. If Teddy's going to be the chief and we're going to have more storylines with her i really hope that they bring this conversation back because it is heavily in the news right now as are uh, women's re reproductive rights and yeah. they've spent a lot of time on the reproductive rights but i'd really like them to touch on the transgender issue again yeah of course i agree with you and yeah you're right and i remember this episode back in season nine i don't know if you remember it it was called the face of change i think and they had this trans patient and it was such an amazing episode because they know how to write the storylines they know how to make it justice to the storylines they portray it from a they they come from a very honest point of view you know yes and yeah and that's what i appreciate about Grey's anatomy and 
And it's, as you said, it's the same thing they are doing about reproductive rights right now, which is a much needed conversation, right? And there's an overlap there. It's bodily autonomy. And if an 18 year old teen uh, has bodily autonomy over their reproductive rights, they ought to also have autonomy over their transgender health. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I will, I would stay here to talk to you about this, you know, this topic for a long time. I, I, for example, I'm, I'm very curious to know because you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna talk about it just a little bit. I mean, if you want to share what you think about it, of course, you tell me. If you don't want to, but the other day I read another tweet from J.K. Rowling, and you have, you should know that Harry Potter is like my favorite franchise ever. I just love mm-hmm. it. But every time she speaks about this kind of topic, it just makes me so angry. And yeah. And there are people defending her, and I'm like, how can you defend a person that says this? You know? So mm. yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I hear you. There's such a hard it, it can be very difficult to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. Harry Potter in itself is so uh accepting of differences. Right. Uh, right. and but I think that with all people, not only J.K. Rowling, we really need to look at the human being behind the topic and not just the T on an acronym. And there's a lot of discourse that is just misinformed and it's getting louder and louder. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Well, thank you, Tammy, for sharing your info. And now back, I mean, your your wise and kind words and and now back to Grey's Anatomy I'm gonna go with the short summary of the episode a lot has happened this is our first episode of Grey's Anatomy's uh, without Meredith Grey okay I mean we have seen in the past episodes without her in it but this is the first time in which Grey's Anatomy is ready to reinvent itself so the big question this episode is gonna be did it work are we in are we not Okay, let's go with the summary. So Teddy makes a challenging decision. Meanwhile, Meg and Winston aren't on speaking terms. A link leans on Joe for emotional support as he preps for a surgery on a well-known athlete. Simone and Lucas are a surprise, but an unlikely visitor. So Tammy, the first thing I would love to know is what do you think about this begin again? What do you think about this restart? Is it too late to restart the game? Are you engaged as a viewer? Well, tell us everything. Tell us how you are coping with the fact that Alain Pompeo has left the building. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say I loved how the episode opened with the, the interns or and the new, I'm sorry, new residents in the house. Like that, how do I say it? it? It was just so important for them to be in that house and to be picking the rooms and redecorating the house because that room like that house was so important for the original crew in the first year. And I was shocked that Meredith's voice was narrating in the background. And I loved what she was saying about, you know, how difficult it is to become uh, a doctor. And to be completely honest, I want Grey's Anatomy to be about residents because that's what it was about when it first started. And, And Grey's Anatomy is a medical textbook. Of course, you know, it's also Meredith's last name, but it is 
about the textbook and about learning medicine and learning how to perform surgery in this case. So I loved that aspect of it. What I'd love to see more of is the risque of the relationships. I don't love that Simone and Lucas are the the romantic interests. I would love it to be a little bit more risque. And I know that they've had the HR department talk about how you can't have staff and, and residents, you know, getting together. Yeah. But but like break the rules. I mean, Izzy dating a patient and Meredith and Derek dating, like those were what made it exciting. So right. I hope that they go a little farther with that. So what you're saying, and I agree with you, is that we need more messy romances you know because back in the day we were hooked because as you said because i mean meredith was dating uh, and attending and she was just an intern and Burke and christina was the same for the two of them so yeah you're right but i i do think that simone and lucas have good chemistry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They work well together and I'm interested to see what happens to them. Because as you know, in this episode, as, as, as we have seen, so basically they have a very hard day. And at the end of the day, so when they're on the elevator, classic Grace moment, yeah. uh, Simone kisses Lucas. And then they're about to enter their house, their new house. And the impression that I got, I might be wrong, is that they were about to do more than kissing once inside. Yeah. And then they open the door and Simone discovers that his ex-fiance is back and he presents, yeah. um, I mean, and he tells him that Lucas is just her roommate. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Was that, wasn't that a little bit reminiscent of Harrison, Meredith and Derek? Yes. Yes, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Since they're setting yeah. up this pairing, you know, to be the center, the, the central romance of, of, of this new series. I have to yeah. say that I enjoyed the episode, but, and, and I'm happy that you like this new direction. But for me, one question loomed large. And it was like, I, I, I always thought, Marith has always been my favorite character, and I always thought, that the episodes worked better when she was at the center. I always mm-hmm. thought that she was the glue of the show. You know, there are yeah. like 100 storylines happening at the same time in this hospital, but she was the glue. She was the center. And now I feel like I lost the center. And during all the episode, I was like, okay, this is funny. Okay, this is moving. Okay, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like the question that I posed myself was the same that I posed myself when Derek died and when he left the show. I mean, this show has a formula right now. I mean, it has a formula. He knows what it's mm-hmm. doing and he could do it for 400 more episodes. The point is that after so much time that we have invested, is it is it okay to just go on? And, you know, we have, we have dedicated many, many years to this story. So... I don't know. I sometimes I feel like to have they 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 should just find a way to end it. Not because they're not telling good stories; they're still telling good and compelling and powerful stories. But because at one point it's like isn't enough. So that's my feeling right now. 
but I feel like you don't feel like me, like you're on a, and, and that's fine. I mean, that's great. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree with you. I think honestly, if, if the show were to have had a proper ending, it would have been when Derek passed, like, Sometimes writers need to know when to end a story. And that would, you know, that would have been a really good ending. It was hard to see Meredith try to date again after that. And, and there was never really that amazing chemistry. And where did her boyfriend go this last episode? Like, Yo, he, <laughs> he didn't show up at all. No, Richard, <laughs> yeah, Richard just says that Nick Marsh took some days off. But we don't know oh. what happened. But yeah. so we don't know. I hope that we'll find in the next episodes. But yeah, yeah but 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 what I do find is if it is to go on, Simone has to be the new Meredith. Oh yeah, and, and because Lucas is related to Derek, like it would make sense that he'd be the next Derek. Yeah, but and and just have it because this is the way the hospital works and i we didn't say in this episode i used to be a registered nurse and i come at this from that point of view as well i've worked in the hospitals and saw the romances and they do rinse and repeat and <laughs> but i think that i lost my thought i think that <laughs> what do you think yeah I, I think that Simone and Lucas will work and there will be more than just one person uh, moving forward But there's all oh, that's the thought I was going with. There's always a new batch of interns who come in. There's and then they they're, you know, resident one, resident two, resident four, and they move on like that. That rotation happens within hospitals. It happens all the time. So I think this is a fresh start to have new residents keep moving up. Yeah, yeah. it is for sure. But, you know, if this had happened at season six, I would have been fine with it because, you know, yeah years and then there is like a new iteration of the show in a way but this is happening 19 years in yeah so after yeah, sometimes it's time to retire yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that's the right word richard speaking of retirement richard uh, the, uh, during season one he wanted to retire and he's still here at the hospital talking about the chief position so yes the twist at the end of the episode, I thought that this was a funny storyline, is that Teddy becomes the new chief. So what did you think about it? I like it. I like that it's a woman. I'm, you know, a feminist, so that makes me happy. And and I honestly, she's got the chops for it. She's got a lot of experience in trauma and you know, she's an excellent surgeon. I personally am excited about it, like I said earlier, because there's this chance that we'll be able to talk about trans kids if as she gets a little bit more of a spotlight. Yeah. I don't love Owen. So like I'd rather have her there as as a surgeon and as a as a chief of surgery than to have her there as a romantic interest. That's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think she's a good choice. She was a good choice. She's a good choice as well. I think she's she's so badass, and I think she's gonna rock as a chief. I mean, she's gonna have she's gonna have to navigate through ups and downs as every character has done during Grace. Yeah. But I think she has what what it is needed to do this job properly and in a good way. And and speaking of trouble, I mean, she just became chief, and now she's gonna have to face the bad press, possibly the yeah. law. 
the link ha will have to suffer. So that was the biggest emotional storyline. I mean, I don't know if it was the emotional. We're going to talk about another, another emotional storyline which happened in this episode. But, you know, this for sure, League's patient storyline was one of the most touching storylines of the episode. And it was to see a young man dying, a young man with such, you know, who had such promise for his future mm -hmm. was so heartbreaking. Yes, yeah. And that was something else that I noticed was Simone had a patient pass in the last episode as well. And, and having him die again is it brought even more up for me in terms of how, you know, she needs a win. And obviously Link needed a win and this boy needed to live. And I, it really made it emotional because of bringing the mother in through the video call and, and having to uh, do the video call again. To oh, say yeah. That he passed. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was so heartbreaking. And you're right. I hadn't thought about the fact that, you know, last week Simone lost a patient, lost a patient, and now she lost another patient. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, mm -hmm. and we see at the end of the episode that she's really hurting. And I think it was a fun that she has she had a nice interaction with Blue. They have mm -hmm. yes. friend chemistry, right? Yeah. 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 And so now the big wish, the, the, the question is what's going to happen to Link? Well, I mean, mm. every now and then a character gets the storyline in which they accidentally kill a patient, even though this wasn't technically his fault, but, you know, and they go to a dark place. So how will, how do you think Link will react to this loss? Yeah. Well, I like the fact that he was leaning on Joe and, and about to kiss her. I think. Personally, I don't think it's going to be that much of an effect on his career, and I may just not be seeing where the storyline's going there. I think it's going to be more of an effect on he's going to realize how much Joe means to him. Okay. Yeah. Do you like but to I might be wrong. together? Do you like <laughs> them together, Joe and Link? No, I, I, I think they have to try, and I don't know that it'll last forever, but I think they have to try. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I wasn't sure about it till then, and now I'm changing my mind. The only problem that I have with this couple is that sometimes they feel like they're isolated from the rest of the show, like they are yeah. in their own bubble. And so it's it's hard to care about this character, about in general to take care about characters who are isolated by others. I have this impression. Maybe it's a wrong impression. I don't know. If you have no, this. now that you say it, I feel it too. Their their storylines don't interact with like if we go back to Teddy and it was Amelia and and Bailey who were. And I love that part where they they go in and and give a higher bid to get her the job, like that camaraderie, camaraderie, yeah. and then also uh, Maggie and Amelia talking about the that Zoe's cello playing and like they, there's there's this camaraderie between the others that I just don't see with Joe. And she mm -hmm. had it with Jules during the, the procedure, but yeah, you're right. They are isolated. Yeah. That's what makes hard to care about them sometimes. And speaking of Joe and speaking on Jules, you touched upon a very poignant storyline that we witnessed. And can I say just bravo to the writers to show uh, a procedure to have an abortion and not be, you know, afraid of doing so. 
Yeah. Yeah. They did an amazing job. And to show that it's it's quick, it's painless, the recovery time is fast, and it's not made into being, you know, this evil monster that the, you know, some in the in the media with ulterior motives <laughs> like to portray. Uh, yeah. It, it's yeah. Yeah. And what I really appreciated, and I have no issue with blood and gore. I've been in ORs, I have no issue with that at all, but they had none of it showing that procedure. And that's what was needed. It needed to look clean and easy because it is, um, and and not have it look like you're you're murdering and ripping people apart. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I agree with you. And and also, I think that uh, uh, can, can you remind me in which part of the you say you live? I'm in Canada. I'm oh, yeah. uh, just near the Rocky Mountains. Very yeah, okay. yeah. Now, because when I think about you know, here in Italy, when we heard the news about what was happening in USA with the Raw versus Jade, um, versus yeah. Jade, sorry, we were all shocked that such an important thing could be taken away. You know, it was yeah. So to see the Grey's Anatomy is not shying away from these topics this season, I think it's it's great. And we know this is a little bit of a spoiler, but if you go on social media, you're maybe you have you have already seen it that Edison will be back this season. Mm -hmm. So I hope that they will continue to to navigate what you know what 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 is this new world that USA is living right now. Which when yeah. I think about it again, it's completely completely crazy, and we should all be enraged. We should all. We should all be enraged, but sometimes we're mm. not enraged enough, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, Tammy, do you have other storylines that you liked in this episode that you want to talk about? Something else that you want to say about the episode? I mean, there was Megan Winston. I don't know if you want to say something about the two of them and their doomed relationship. Yeah, I'm. you know, Maggie was my favorite character for a long time, and I am not happy with her lately. Right? <laughs> and I'm yeah, it's almost to the point, and this is a hundred percent speculation, but it's almost as if there's some autism uh, traits that are showing up in terms of her black and white thinking with uh, yeah. Winston. Yeah, like that that that's freaking me out a little bit, but she's so non-forgiving to what right. he's trying to do for her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's upsetting me. I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. And, they are less isolated than Link and Joe, but it does still see, feel a little bit like they have their like their romance is off to the side. Yeah, right. And I I feel like sometimes the question that I have is, do the writers really want me to side with Maggie? Because I mean, how can I side with a person who says to her husband she doesn't respect him just because mm. he to speech to switch specialties? I mean, I feel it's crazy. I think that what the writers are trying to do is that they're trying to draw a comparison between her and Alice Gray, in a way. Yeah. Uh, but she's so insufferable right now. I'm totally on Winston's side here. Yeah. And you know what? Alice Gray was not warm and fuzzy either. <laughs> so, like, Maggie was way happier when she was first introduced into the show 
like I'd have wanted to be best friends with her. And and now she is taking on Ellis Gray's harder character. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, absolutely. So Tammy, we're about and one of my favorite episodes, part of the episodes. I don't know if you remember which one it is. It's the one in which we choose a favorite scene or quote from the episode. Do you have one? Yes, I do. My favorite is in the OR when Simone is telling the football player eyes forward the way that her mother, his mother, had said to him on the video call. That that really tugged at my heartstrings. Yeah, that was an amazing choice. And since you went with an emotional one, I'm going to go with a funny one. I yeah. love the way Amelia told Teddy, oh, I don't want to be chief. I didn't want to be chief. I was just doing this for you. The way mm -hmm. she, she said that line, I think it was just amazing. Caterina Scorsone is an amazing actress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Okay, Tammy. So I'm happy that you were able to join us. And I'm going to check out your book for sure. And I hope our listeners will as well. And that's, so thank you for being with us. Yes, thanks for having me again. And that's her show. And if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe, like, rate, and review, and tell your friends. Our theme song is inspired by Kevin McLeod. You can find us on Twitter at Dance It Out Pod and on Instagram at Dance It Out Grey's Anatomy. Until next time, I'm Giuseppe, and this is Dance It Out, a Grey's Anatomy podcast.